Happy Halloween, everybody. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to put out a special Halloween episode of one of my favorite ghost stories ever told. I was so lucky to talk to this woman tonight and, well, not tonight, a couple days ago, but oh, holy cow, um, I am, listen, it's Halloween morning. It is 2.47 a.m. when I am recording this and about to put it out. I am definitely drunk celebrating the fact that I wrote a book. It's a cool trivia book. It's coming out next year um, in September, and it has a chapter called Morbid Facts for Know-It-All Goths that I hope my editor doesn't take out because it has super random cool stuff in it. For example, there is Isla de Muñecas. Did you know about that? It's a Mexican island and people put possessed dolls there and it is full of hundreds if not thousands of possessed dolls. It, the Look up Isla de Muñecas. It's amazing. Um, but because you guys know I have an affinity for the occult, I absolutely had to include a sort of gothy chapter in my uplifting trivia book. Anyway, happy Halloween. I hope you love this episode. This one? Oh my god. Oh my god. Just... Oh my god. Wait, I should do my normal intro. I'm writer and comedian Emily Winter, and this is a super special Halloween episode of Comedians with Ghost Stories! Hey, today on the podcast, I have Tracy McClendon. Welcome! Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, you responded to a call that I put out about doing this podcast, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, we have to hear her story because it sounds amazing. So are you currently in the house where this happened? I am not in the house where this happened. Um, that was my childhood home. That okay. was been for like 15 years, but this is my parents' new, new house. <laughs> and did it take place in New York? It did. It took place in um, Far Rockaway, New York. Like we lived a couple blocks away from um, Far, like Rockaway Beach. So, right. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, we we lived in one of those those old like colonial beach homes for super rich people. Uh, and my dad just got it super cheap because it was just it didn't have electricity or or heat. So he paid like two hundred thousand dollars. For this huge house, like I'm talking two kitchens, because it had um it had like a separate backs like servants area. Oh my god! Um, so it had like a, a a separate entrance, and my dad used to rent that out. And we had like something like six bathrooms, and my <gasps> sister's my sister's bedroom had a call box and like a little phone that didn't work. It didn't work at all. But I'd be like, "Hello, are you in your room or not?" She'd like just knock. Stop being weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was a really cool house, like stained glass windows on the stairwell. Super weird. So he had to, so your dad had to like pay to get electricity put in? Oh, he didn't pay. My dad's super cheap. So he, uh, he wired it himself. So, um. That's amazing. It'd be amazing if it was like consistent work, but it was, it was pretty good for an amateur, but you know, I would be like, dad, the, the power is out. And he'd be like, I'm at work. So. You're just going to have candles for a minute. Oh, my God. So you grew up in, like, 
this like very amazing, strange house near the beach. Yes. That is so cool. <laughs> it, would, it would honestly be weird if I didn't have a ghost story living in a house that like weird and old and. Wait, so do we know what year it was built or anything about it? Um, I know it was a colonial. I, I don't, like, it's not like a, it's not like a historic house or anything. It was just, um, it was along Point Breeze Place was the street that I grew up on. And all of the houses there were just like these giant, um, just beach houses for rich people to oh go to the beach that is so amazing and cool. This is like the best setup ever. So, okay. Anyway, I'll let you take it away. What is your ghost story? Okay. So I've always had like sleep disorders growing up. This wah, wah, wah. Let's play like a little violin over it. <laughs> I, it's not like sad or whatever, but I have like, I have like eight or nine sleep disorders. Like Ooh. I sleepwalk, I sleep talk, I have sleep paralysis. Um, I get night terrors. I have a grouping of neurological disorders called Alice in Wonderland syndrome, where as I'm falling asleep, I get vertigo, like the room starts spinning, like when you're drunk, um, and then objects like balloon in size and shrink in size and like zoom really close and zoom really far away. So as I'm falling asleep, like all of my perceptions are are off and like oh as I'm up, all of my perceptions are off. So I've always had like weird stuff happening when I was asleep and I remember very specifically one afternoon when I was like eight or nine I was taking a a, like an afternoon nap with my mom in her room and so she's all the way dead asleep and I'm like nine like like she kind of made me take a nap so I'm like but I'm also tired and I get sleep paralysis like I can't move but at this point I'm used to it so it doesn't freak me out I'm just like oh can't move a little bit and then I see a skeleton in the ceiling, like a full skeleton. <laughs> oh no! I just and, and it's just, it's just like hanging over me, and I can't move. And like then, it's about to lay on top of you, or like it's way high up, and it's, it's like way a- high up. It's like a vaulted ceiling, and like I see it. It's like melting out of the the like. At first, I just see, I just like I see like a little bit of something, and I'm like, what is that? And as I can't move it like slowly is it's like slowly emerging from the ceiling that this there's wow and then I see the whole skeleton and I don't I'm not scared I'm just kind of like that's weird and then it's, it's like slowly drifting closer and closer to me and I was just like that's super weird because I've had night terrors before it didn't feel like I wasn't scared it wasn't a scary like it didn't have any feeling of like menace or any feeling of of this thing wants to hurt me. I just was like, this is a thing that I now see. And then it doesn't say anything. It just slowly like drifts down. And then um, it just, it's hanging there. And then I fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I remember it. And I was like, that was a weird dream. And I was like, I don't think that was a dream. That was something else going on. And I tell my mom, like, I saw a skeleton in the ceiling. And she's just like, I'm making you a grilled cheese. So (laughs) she's making, so so that's the first contact, but okay. I keep seeing this skeleton for like two years, like once every couple of weeks, like maybe twice a month. And, and it would be in your room or wherever you were falling asleep? It wouldn't even, after, so after the first time, the first time I really, really saw it, I was, I was falling asleep. And then I would like catch visuals in my peripheral and it would, I would like, 
it'd be like, that looks like a skeleton. And I turn around and I didn't see anything. And like, sometimes, like, I would just, I would see like bones. Like, I would just see like a hand come out of the wall and then it would, like, there would be nothing there. But it was always a skeleton. So I'm seeing the ghost of a skeleton, (laughs) which I feel like, (laughs) like, when you think of a ghost, you're thinking of like a spirit, but it's, this is a fully formed skeleton. So, Flash forward, this has been happening semi-regularly for like two years. It doesn't bother me. I'm just like, I always see skeletons. And uh, here's here's a little a, a little more backstory. I was born on Halloween. So whenever I say creepy shit, people are like, oh, sounds about your speed. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Oh, my first Halloween baby. This is yeah. amazing. So, okay, yeah, so it's just in you. Yeah, so like, it's just, it's just like, I'm like, I see skeletons all the time. Everyone's like, ah, Tracy's such a kooky person. And then also my mom is a witch. So when I say creepy stuff, she's just like, okay, would you like to call the spirits forward? She's also like, she's like, it's weird that you're seeing a ghost of a skeleton. I feel like you might just, you know, like skeletons and you're imagining skeletons. And I was like, no, this feels like it's a specific thing. So we flash forward two years of like, I'm used to now skeletons in my Yeah. And my dad um, is constantly like updating this house because it is super old and there's an endless amount of projects to do. Like he, he stopped up a dumb waiter because he was like, my kids are going to kill themselves, throwing themselves on a dumb waiter and like just constant endless um, home improvement stuff. So there's a day where he's like, you know what? It's time to finish this basement. We have this stone basement that um, all of the walls are stone. All of the floors are stone. And he is like, there's a back area that's boarded up that isn't a stone wall. And he wants to blow that out and then finish the entire stone basement. Okay. Um, so he has like his sledgehammer and stuff and we don't ever help him because it's me, my sister and my mom. And we're like, you decided to get a house. That's a fixer upper. And we're not going to uh, partake with you. Um, But he also is like, I didn't have any sons, but I will get help. So that day he was like, he was like, okay, all I need for you is to have a wheelbarrow. And I need you to take what I'm blowing out of the wall and, and, take it out of the cellar and dump it into the backyard so that I'm not constantly making a mess. So I'm annoyed and he's busting it out and I'm, it's boring and blah, blah, blah. And he busts, he's busting the wall out and it's not hollow. Like there's, there's stuff behind it. And then he busts into the wall and goes all the way through and there's just a hollow point. And then he's like, what the hell? So he's, so he's clearing out this hollow point and he's, he's like, there's stuff in here. He reaches in there's there's a a uniform, a US Army uniform from oh. the Civil War, a Union uniform, and there's bones in it in the wall. What? And there's so there's bones in a uniform in the wall. There's uh there's a lockbox with like an old tiny revolver and it had like six bullets, and then there's an original printing of the scarlet letter and that's all we find in the wall oh my god and like (laughs) were you guys freaking out well my dad once he found the bones he thought i was gonna be scared so like he like i was like dad don't reach your arm in a in a hole in the wall and when he reached his his arm and he felt like human remains he was like tracy just go upstairs go upstairs 
So he sends me upstairs. I don't like see this happen. He calls my mom down. They're down there for like two hours. And then my dad like leaves and he's like, I got to run some errands. And I was like, what was in that hole? And she was like, we'll talk about it at dinner tonight. I find out later, my dad, like being a responsible black man, he, when he found a weapon in the wall, he immediately went to uh, the police station to surrender it so that he was like, Hey, found this revolver that isn't registered to me. And they were like, what is this? A freaking musket? You can keep it. <laughs> they were like, they were like, yeah, just sell that for cash value, I guess. It's it's like an antique. They kept the, they were like, if you if it makes you feel better, we'll keep the ammunition so that you like, but it's, that's, it's your property. Yeah. And um, yeah, he called about, the bones in the wall and everyone was like, yeah, sometimes there's bones in people's houses. And then he told us at dinner and I was like, yo, that's the skeleton I've been seeing, I bet. <sighs> that's amazing. So after this happened, did you ever see the skeleton again? No, I've never seen a skeleton uh, image ever again in my life since then. Like, as Oh, yeah, God. I saw it for two years and then once the wall was – like, I – I and I thought like, oh, I'll definitely see them way more now because now I have like this this psychological thing where I'm like, oh, skeleton. I've never ever seen a skeleton visual ever again. Holy cow! So, what happened to the bones? Yeah, my dad just buried them in the backyard because he was like, this is weird. Um, yeah. So maybe <laughs> it was the guy being like, okay, I've had enough fun in the wall. I'm ready for a burial. Yeah, like, he was like I got weirdly bricked into a wall, but you know. How does that even happen? Is that a choice? Like, how I, it was, it was the like the way that the uniform was folded and stuff. It like seemed like it it was he was placed in the wall. Okay. And like, and also the way that his, his effects were next to him, it was like, he was placed somewhere. Do you still have the Scarlet Letter book? Oh no, we sold that for part of my uh, college tuition. Wow. That is so dang. That was worth a lot of money, huh? When I say original printing, like we looked at it and like, like the, the pages were falling apart in our fingertips. My mom was like, we got to be careful. Like it was, it was like a preserved first printing, like. It was very thin and like the paper was, was aged and so like, I don't know how, I don't think my parents ever got it appraised. We probably could have gotten way more for it, but. That is incredible. Yeah. We sold, oh my God. We sold the, we sold the revolver and we sold the, um, the original printing of Scarlet Letter and went about our lives. Wow, that's amazing. Did you ever, I mean, not that that is like the most incredible story, but was there anything else in that house that ever happened to you guys? I mean, I like, I feel like, so I'm not afraid of ghosts because I've never had a negative experience with ghosts. I feel like I've heard, I've heard things more than I've seen things. Definitely. Like I would hear whispered things in the night and my mom was like, oh, that's cicadas. And I'm like, they're out of season. So it's weird, but yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I've I've always been like the witchy friend in my group. So when we do, uh, when we do like Ouija board for fun or whatever, I've like I've gotten messages, but they're always so mundane and like not even like not even like these ghosts are trying to like change my life for the better. It'll just be like, hey, you left your phone at the Japanese restaurant that you guys went to earlier, and the ghost is just letting you know that before. Seriously. Yeah, I had a... Was it true? 
yeah, I like we were doing a Ouija board thing and we met this ghost named Darcy who died in a in a house fire. And she calls everyone, like everyone at the Ouija board gets a call from an unknown number that and nobody says anything on the end of the line. And I keep going, Darcy, why aren't you calling me? And then I was like, where's my phone actually? And then she was like, she was like search or something or like find. And then I was like, oh man, I think I left my phone. At the-. And I was like, is it cool if I go get my phone? And she was like, yes. And then, but I was like, I was like, do I just have like, like not not even a guardian angel, just like helpful go like friendly everyday ghosts. I love it. Oh my god! The more I do this podcast, the more I hear about helpful and friendly ghosts, and it makes me so happy. So wait, can I just ask you what it's like to grow up with a mom who's a witch? Uh, it's just I I like I had to become emotionally stable on my own because every time that like I suffered a disappointment or whatever, she was like do you have anybody, do you have any of their hair or, and I was like, I think I'll just get over it. I feel like we shouldn't be out here cursing people or whatever. Yeah. I was going to ask what kind of witch and like, how did she use her, her witchiness? Yeah. My mom, my mom is a multi uh, faceted witch. Like she takes from several different disciplines. So um, the main thrust of it is she, she does a lot of tarot and like, it, it's like West Indian Southern voodoo and then um, ancient Egyptian high priestess uh, stuff. And then like she she also knows about Wicca and all sorts of different like denominations of witchcraft that she like just pulls from. So your mom would like tell you to curse somebody that wronged you. No, um, that's, that's how, that was her like go to comfort thing, though, it was like she was like, you know, She's like, karma moves slow. We can make it move faster. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good to just wait. But, um, yeah, she, she like, I mostly, I mostly turned to her for like, um, divination stuff, which is like tarot and astrology and stuff where you're just kind of like reading for the future and getting like advice for what you should do rather than like actively using magic to do stuff to people. And does that, do you feel like that, that helps you to have that? I feel like, I honestly feel like, um, being into the occult, like being into witchcraft and like, uh, and ghosts and stuff like this is, is, uh, a good tool for helping you, um, to like be more self-reflective. And I just, I feel like, I feel like even if you don't believe in it, if you're just like using it as like, oh, this is a fun, like Scorpios are jealous and controlling and stuff. That's like something that even if you don't feel that way, you can like you're if you're reading about it constantly, you're reflecting in yourself and being like, do I want to be that type of person or what? Like, do I want to be more like a Libra? Like it's it's showing you a bunch of different personality things that you could do. And then like you if you're constantly thinking about it, you're gaining self insight and stuff. That's such a thoughtful way to think about it because I never, I never find much like comfort in astrology. Yeah. Um, or because I just like it's so vague and um, and people like love it so much yeah. and it's so trendy and I'm like I want no, this does not feel helpful but that is a really good way of looking at it like it's just offering up things like food for thought in a way. Right, and then and then when you get like super into astrology and like you get your whole birth chart, it becomes so precise and so like specific about you that you're like, okay, well, this feels this feels like a personal attack. 
<laughs> so yeah, I think probably very specifically and well done uh, charts could be amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. So you have an incredible like story and upbringing. That is crazy. Do you still ever see ghosts or have um, experiences now? I, okay. For, so I think the last time that I like felt or saw a ghost, like, like a separate entity ghost type of thing, I was like 19 or 20. And, um, it was again just one of those mundane things where it's like I thought I saw a woman crossing the street um and I thought I saw her drop something and so like I picked something up off of the ground and I was like chasing somebody to get it and she disappeared in like a group a sea of people and then I looked around she was not there at all and like everyone was like oh there was no woman like you described that I saw oh my but, God. I, but like I saw something fall from her pocket and so I had it and it was just like a note <gasps> uh, but like it wasn't even like it wasn't even important no it was just like a grocery list <laughs> and like because I didn't want to read it and then when I was like oh this woman doesn't exist I was like it was a grocery list but it was like a grocery list from like it was like an old grocery list from like the 70s or something was there like cabbage on it it was it was so weird I it was like um it was a grocery list, but it also had like the prices and it was like a budget as well. Okay. Like milk is like 70 cents. And I was like, that's not true anywhere. And like, and I was just like, I was like, but I saw that fall from, it was, it was just a weird thing that I, that's amazing. I was like, okay. But Gosh, I wish I could see that. Cause like, I always like <laughs> make fun of seventies meals. Cause I just feel like everyone just ate cabbage and jello or something. Like it's very weird. Oh yeah. I, it was, it was, it was like a very hearty meal. Like it was like eggs, bacon, lard. Okay. And I was like, lard, who calls it lard anymore? Like milk. Yeah. Is I was like, yeah, this is like not somebody who's, who's, at, like currently shopping but you seem so chill about like being sort of special and touched and <laughs> well I okay so so my philosophy on astrology is like that's where you get your insight and whatever my my philosophy on like being super into ghosts and like the occult and the other side is like how if if there are spirits on our plane who used to be us or not even used to be us, but just spirits of, of anything that we're communicating with. Um, they can be boring too. Like they can, like, I feel like, I feel like ghosts are like generally just like people, like some of them are assholes and some, most of them are just like trying to get through the day. What are they, what are they in? They're not like doing some, if they're on this plane, they're not like doing something crazy metaphysical like they're probably just still connected to humanness on some level and so it's not scary and it should make death less scary to us because like if we're not finished we don't have to be finished right we can sit in a wall and wait until somebody with special powers like <laughs> likes us and be like this guy needs to get buried uh <laughs> wild um so switching gears, Tracy, what have you been up to during the pandemic? And it's totally okay if nothing. I and then um, what would you like to plug? And where can people find you all over the internet? Yeah, I've uh, I've been um, you know just hanging out with a baby. Uh, my sister had a baby, and oh, I was like, you have a baby. Uh <laughs> I'm back with my parents, so I get to see a baby every day. Um, be funny, like Baby and the Ghost is like a, a CW show, just a Baby and the Ghost. <laughs> but no ghosts here. Um, but uh, I. 
yeah, I've done a couple of outdoor shows. I'm kind of anxious about like leaving the house. I've done like a couple Zoom shows. I'm just taking it, taking it as I feel it. Um, writing a lot of parody music. So hopefully I uh, release some of that at some point. Um, but yeah, you know, just chilling. That's awesome. Um, I love parody songs. That's great. Where where can people find your stuff and follow you and all the rest? Uh, I can be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Clearly Genius. Um, and I still use Facebook like a like a fifty year old woman, I guess. Um, but yeah, you can just follow me at like Tracy McClendon on Facebook, and um, I post a lot of statuses up there, and you can probably find my links to my Twitter and Instagram there too. So. Great. Well, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I had such a great time reliving the <laughs> the ghosts of Ghost Pass. <laughs>